Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of, you got it, the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I've been on quite an odyssey this week up here in Madison, Wisconsin, speaking to law enforcement from across the country for cops, concerns of police survivors, a fantastic organization founded by some widows of police officers who'd been killed in the line of duty. It's no exaggeration to say that law enforcement across the country is completely demoralized. Too many officers feel defeated. That their job is not worth the price that they pay. They are leaving in droves and departments cannot replace them fast enough with qualified applicants. Crime, especially violent crime in big cities, is up in the cities, may I add, where they're leaving the fastest. At this rate, activists who want to see law enforcement neutered and defunded may just get their wish sooner than later. But be careful what you wish for. And this accident won't leave soon. It's been many years coming that police officers feel like, no one's got my back. I'm a target. And the results will be devastating. Now, as all this develops and we see the consequences, as criminals get bolder, as the violence gets greater, as riots for whatever cause get more violent and pour into more and more cities in our streets, if people feel more emboldened to take what they want because they think they just deserve it, you might ask yourself, are you ready and able to be a little wild, to be a little wild? It's not going to be so easy to play it safe like our culture has been built upon for a long time. Do the right thing, go to school, put your kids in school, get a respectable job, build your 401k, use your microwave oven. You know, civilized and easy and oh, bad things are things that happen over there to somebody else. Sometimes I think we've been lulled into sleep. I mean, since the Civil War, Our wars have been fought on foreign shores, not here. Our cities haven't been leveled, firebombed, nuked. Our depressions, relatively speaking, have been short-lived. Our riots, relatively tame, as far as riots go. But I truly believe what is coming will be worse than anything we've seen on our home shores in some time. I don't think it's alarmist to say that. I think you just got to open your eyes and see the result of more and more people feeling entitled, more and more people thinking that violence is a good way to change people's minds, more and more of those brave souls, that thin blue line that protect us from anarchy, leaving the profession, feeling like no one's got their back, being more and more threatened. 
And if you just take a moment to consider what does that mean, you might just ask yourself, are you prepared? Are you ready to be a little wild if you need be? I thought about this today as I spoke to law enforcement officers and suicide prevention. Now, we've seen some horrible things in the news lately. There's no excusing what happened to George Floyd. But what can't be said enough is how rare that is, how exceptional that is. That's a human being just making a stupid move. And you don't have to be a cop to make a stupid move. But you know what cops do most of the time? They make good moves. They show restraint. There are hundreds of thousands of law enforcement officers around our country. It's no exaggeration to say that at any moment in the day, there might be 100,000 local law enforcement officers across the country protecting you and me. And let's say the average one of those officers, depending on where they live, big city, county, small town, let's say they have 15 to 20 contacts, 15 to 20 calls a day, times 100,000 that may be on duty that particular day. Think about that. That is over a million contacts with people a day who are being naughty. They're driving too fast. They've got drugs. They robbed a place. They jumped bail. They're naughty. Now, when you're a naughty person who's been caught by cops, and it might mean you're going to jail, what do you tend to do? You tend to fight back. You tend to run. You tend to lie. So over a million times a day, a million times a day, our police officers come in contact with naughty people that are not happy to see them, some of whom are violent criminals, and almost 99.9% .9 of the time, they handle it perfectly. Now, every once in a while, because they're human beings, they don't, and that's what we see. But you can't judge them on that. But guess what? Police are being judged on that. They're being defunded on that. People are going after them because of that. And you can't blame them for saying, is it worth it? Is it worth it? When society ignores all the good we do, all the restraint we show. You know, I don't blame them. And there will be consequences. I mean, multiple times in the class, people brought up, I tell my friends, just get out of law enforcement. It's not worth it. These are good people. And then, this is in the middle of that class, taking a break. I looked at a post that a friend put up. Very kind. Talking about the Pilgrim's Odyssey podcast. I'm sure he's listening now. And he kind of mentioned my family. And he said, we were a little wild. And my friend is correct. <laughs> you watch us running around basketball games or my kids in the yard or going to town. Yes, we are, in fact, a little wild. Some of my youngins more wild than others. But I thank God for it. I thank God every time I see them in the woods with their BB guns, pretending they're Davy Crockett. I thank God every time I look out the window and I see my six-year-old Mercy climbing trees, doing acrobatic tricks that could probably break her neck. Georgia heading into the woods with a big knife to come out with a garland of wildflowers to put around her head. Because I know when things get tough, their first reaction is going to be to fight back, to find a way out of their predicament, to not give up. They're not going to look around like puppies going, somebody help me, somebody change people's attitudes, poor me. No, they're not going to do that. You know why? Because they're a little wild and a little wild 
my book ain't so bad. So as you see the world catch on fire, as you wonder what happens when the stock market doesn't go up because of printed money, what happens when the stimulus checks aren't coming and people out of work can't go buy iPads, and that happens in a country where we don't have enough people to be that thin blue line because they've got out of the job because we chased them away. And you wonder what that might look like. And are you prepared for it? Is your kids prepared for it? Is your family prepared for it? You might start getting a little wild. Physically, mentally, old school. Like what would you do if you lived 100 years ago and you had to take care of yourself? What would you do if you grew up in the Depression and food was hard to come by? How far would you push yourself? How much would you rely on your neighbors and friends? Do you have the relationships now with those neighbors and friends that if things got crazy, you could count on them? Do you have a tribe? Tribes are kind of wild. It's kind of fun. Just something to think about, to ponder as your host is here in Madison, Wisconsin, thinking about the great people who serve our country many of whom are questioning what they do and are considering leaving and being grateful that my tribe's a little wild and we are ready to get it on. Whatever that means. Now, you might hear that and think, what does he mean? You know what I mean? I mean, chickens in the yard. I mean, growing your own food, hunting, protecting your home, teaching your kids to stand up for what is right just because it's right. Not being influenced by technology, but being influenced by that wildflower that's going to take some effort to get to. That's what I mean by wild. Getting your hands dirty. Going barefoot in the creek. Realizing you need very little to live and very little to be happy if you're focused on the right things. That's what I mean. Get a little wild. Don't base your happiness on how the stock market's doing or what the economy's doing or is your favorite politician in office or are the protesters right or wrong or the news right or wrong? Nah, when you're a little wild, you don't care about those things. You just live. You just live your life. So until next time, my friends, aim high. It's much more fun when you're barefoot in the woods or on the grass or in a creek or with a BB gun. Or a bigger gun like daddy has. Spread your wings on the grace of God, on your faith, on love, in your tribe. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Because there's going to come a time very soon where all you might have are the things that matter. And hopefully you have cultivated them. You have grown them. You're ready to protect them with your friends and neighbors and loved ones. And if you do, no matter how the fire rages or no matter how many people take to the streets, you will still be able to find peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, 
I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. She's